If you yeah. believe in what you're doing, I don't need a million followers. Just give me a thousand followers who are like my hardcore crew. And if I drop an offer, they'll buy. Yeah. And I'm good. I'm good with that. Because you don't have, you know, like Grant, he's got half a million followers. But a lot of those are wannabes and, and stuff who are more attracted to the Lambos <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, the, and the jet or whatever he's got now. Welcome to another episode of That Changed My Life, a podcast where real people share their personal stories of transformative moments that altered the course of their lives. In each episode, we'll dive into the personal stories of individuals who have experienced transformative events that shifted their perspectives, sparked newfound passions, or led them on unexpected paths. From life-altering decisions to chance encounters, our guests will candidly share their journeys of transformation, growth, and self-discovery. I am your host, Alex Lovely, a real estate investor and life coach on a mission to discover the extraordinary ways in which our lives can be forever transformed by a single moment. Faisal, welcome to the That Changed My Life podcast, man. I'm so glad that you're here. And thank you for taking the time to to make this happen today. So I could go and share with the audience like all your accolades, where you are, what you do, who you are. But I think it's better for them to hear from you. It's always better to hear from the actual person who they are. So Faisal, who is Faisal Shah? Hey, Alex, man, it's great to be with you again. You know, every time I'm with you, I just I just get energy. I just feel connection. I just feel like. I don't know, even though we're thousands of miles away, I just feel like a, an energy connection and I, and I love that about us. So who am I? Great question. Uh, how would I describe myself? Listen, I want to make the world a better place through its people, through people who do great things. And I want to be a resource for them to achieve those great things so they can believe in themselves. And I'm 47 right now. I turned 47 today, actually. And, and I thought to myself this morning, if I knew everything I knew today, when I was 20 year olds, my goodness, where would I be today? And that's, that's kind of can answers the question that you just asked. I just wanted people to have that information so they can accelerate stuff and they don't go through all the traps that I went through in my mm -hmm. life. That's yeah, I love it. That's why I invited you here because, you know, most people that come on to my show, when I ask who they are, like you tell me who you are, because I don't want to say all the accolades and all the achievements and stuff. And people oftentimes don't say those things. And they talk about like the being the person that they are and what they want to achieve and the impact they want to make on the world. So I love asking that question in that way for all of our, our guests here, because, you know, it's just great to hear <clears throat> if I ask you who you are, Instead of saying, oh, I've accomplished this and I own this, I own that. There's an opportunity to share an authentic and real version of you, of how you see yourself in your eye and how you want to portray yourself. So thank you for sharing that. Now, on the doing this part, what is what is it that you do? Because you do something amazing. And, and I've had you on some of my calls before and you've blown everybody's minds. So on that front, 
let's just let the guests and let the uh, let the viewers today know what is it that you do. So my secret weapon is knowing social media and how to leverage that so people can leverage online to actually not get likes, get comments, but to actually grow their businesses so they can make an impact. Mm -hmm. And my secret weapon is really to know LinkedIn really well. Um, yeah. My ambition is to be in the top 1% of people who know the platform the best on planet Earth um, because I believe it's so powerful. And that's where all the, the decision makers, the people who want who are thinking big, that's where all they're hanging out. So I need to know how it works. And that's everything I've learned to move the needle in my life. I'm sharing those things now so that other people can move the needle in their lives. <laughs> Dude, the first time that we sat down within like five minutes, you blew my mind like six times. <laughs> like just, just everything you're showing on LinkedIn, you're like, look at this, look at this, look at this. I'm like, holy crap. You know, and so you you definitely really impressed me on that front and the the desire to help people. And you have and you were like, I just want to give, you know, just give, give, give. And I'll figure out a way to 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 make ends meet and to make money. But just give right. Like giving is this philosophy. So tell me a little bit about that and how you came to that mindset. Yeah. You know, um, so I've been in a 20 year career in tech in banking finance. And during those, during those th things, you get people pitching you all the time for their product solutions and everything. Now, I never saw myself as a salesman, um, but however, being sold to, I was like, I really, I'm a people's person. And when people are just trying to sell on me and stuff like that, I'm like, I don't, I don't get this. I don't understand this. I'm like, I'm feeling pressure inside. I'm feeling pressure. I'm feeling something going on here. So when I read in, in, when I started reading and I read a book, this book right here, the 10 X rule, and I've discovered this guy, for example, um, one of the things that he says is don't tell me, show me, show me yeah. and it's little nuggets <laughs> like that. I'm like, damn, that's what it was. And when I started using that, don't tell me, show me, what have you achieved? What have you done? Um, and how have you done it? How is this still working? Everything flipped on its head. So I, because I advise that, I need to be practicing that. So when people say, what do you do? I just flip this screen and I said like, well, let me show you with what you've just shared with me, how I could, how I would help you, or this is what I would do for you. That's yeah, it. that's awesome. I love that. And that is exactly what you did. And I was so blown away. And usually... You know, because I get so many people trying to show me LinkedIn, social media, all of this. I have this like, I'm like desensitized to it. You know, like people see, I'm just, people tell me, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, great. You know, like I've seen like so many different things already. And the fact that you were able to capture my attention in that first couple minutes, I was like, whoa, okay. Because usually for people to get my business or get, you know, me to work with them, it takes like a lot of follow-ups. Like if people are persistent, I respect persistence. You know, I respect when people do that and keep following up. And I know how uncomfortable it is if they get no answer from me and then they still have to get over this thing to say, hey, so how's it going today? Hey, did you check out the video? Like that constant follow up. It is a practice. And, you know, over and over when you get ignored, like it could be it could be it could be challenging. But you did a great job just being able to capture my attention right in the beginning. Hey, so, um, yeah. 
And so what what is it exactly that you can help people do on on LinkedIn? Well, you know, people, I mean, that depends on what they want, first of all, and who they are and where they are on the journey. And everybody's different. Some people want, you know, I, I went to a guy and I said, hey, um, what is it you're looking for? Would you like more clients? Because um, he said, what do I do? And he really wouldn't share. And, and then when I said, well, I could help you get more clients, he goes, actually, we're at capacity. We don't need LinkedIn because we, we don't, we're not looking for more clients. I said, so what's the problem you're trying to solve? And then I'd actually ask that question a little bit later. So I, <laughs> I now ask that really early on, trying to know what people, um, people want. And he said, well, we need more yeah. employees. And I said, great. And where do those employees hang out, do you think? And boom, he was there. He's like, oh, yeah, I got you. You got me there. I said, if you want to grow your company, if you want to, you don't um, want to share what your performance is because you're a boutique asset management investment company, which one company said, we don't advertise what we want to do. So, okay, but you need great employees. Yeah. Well, where did your last employees come from? Oh, they came from UBS. I'm like, so where do you think your next employees are going to be? You know, and, and they get it then. And they're like, okay, so no, all paths kind of, most of them, most of them, not all, kind of lead to this platform. And I just want to show them how they can leverage it really fast. Yeah. So <clears throat> why LinkedIn? Why LinkedIn? Why why LinkedIn over other social media platforms? Well, you know, first of all, all the I don't want to chase $9.99. <laughs> I need to be chasing, I need to be chasing, you know, $9,990 per month. <laughs> yeah. The people with the biggest net worth, most of them are on the on LinkedIn. In fact, over half of the the average income, the average income on LinkedIn is over in excess of seventy five thousand dollars for more than half of the people on there. So, if I rephrase that, over half of the people on LinkedIn uh, have an average salary of over six seventy five thousand dollars a year. So they're qualified, willing, and able, and they're often decision makers. Yeah. And, and also LinkedIn seems to be like a smaller platform that people are not utilizing, right? Is it a barrier to entry? Is it, to, is it easier to blow up there than it is on other platforms? Well, well Gary Vee says there's two places where you can still get organic growth, TikTok and LinkedIn. And he's still saying that. The other thing is that only 3% of people are posting regularly on LinkedIn. Now you compare that on Twitter and it's like throwing, you know, a stone into the, into the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> or Pacific Ocean if you're in if you're in Vegas, you know? Yeah. It's gone. But on LinkedIn, only three percent of nine hundred million people, it just broke nine hundred million people last week, only three percent are posting regularly. So you have a huge chance of going viral. And most people are looking, but they then comment or react because they don't want their colleagues to see, they don't want their bosses to see. Um, but they'll be reading, they're there. But they're in the audience, but they're just like that. They're not doing anything. <laughs> so what do, what do people actually do on LinkedIn? More people kind of read than they do post? Yeah. A lot of, is people, how cons it is? A lot of people consume content, Alex. Hmm. Often, the, like, like for you, your videos, and videos are really strong this year on LinkedIn. LinkedIn's actually pushing them. But videos, yeah, videos yeah. are really, really strong. And so what you're dropping right now, it's, it stops the scroll, scrolls. I mean, I've seen your figures. You get more views than you have connections. <laughs> you know, that's always one of my goals. Like if I have a certain amount of followers, I'm like, I want to get more views than my followers. 
And then same thing on LinkedIn. LinkedIn, how many views can I get more than my my connections? Yeah. I, that's that's like my little gauge. And that's really all I know about social media. Yeah, I just play a game with myself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And you should compare yourself with yourself. I mean, you don't need to compare yourself with anything. If you yeah. believe in what you're doing, I don't need a million followers. Just give me a thousand followers who are like my hardcore crew. And if I drop an offer, they'll buy it. Yeah. And I'm good. I'm good with that. So it's easier to build that in LinkedIn, is it? Yeah. Because you don't have, you know, like Grant, he's got half a million followers, but a lot of those are going to be on LinkedIn and three million on Instagram. But a lot of those are wannabes and, and stuff who are more attracted to the Lambos <laughs> and, the, and, the, and, the, and the jet or whatever he's got now than the actual message behind him. Most of, them was, most of those will probably never spend a penny with him. Now, I believe that mm -hmm. we should actually have, um, I prefer to have something that's a little bit small, smaller, but a bit more niche. Now, if you look at Brandon Dawson, for example, Brandon M. Dawson, he's got a lot less followers, but all those are power players. Uh, there's a way you can actually ethically hack into people's connections. <laughs> ethically? I added the word ethically. Well, it's their responsibility, you know, to, to, to secure them down. But they're away. And I've seen Brandon Dawson's connections. They're CEOs of, of uh, 3 million, 30 million companies, and they're accessible. And you can connect with them. You can have a conversation with them, and it's really them. Whereas on Instagram, you can't get anywhere near them because they're being pitched to all the time. Exactly. I can't, I don't even, I, sometimes I can't even look at Instagram DMs because there's just so much, hey, Alex, have you tried this? We would like to do this for you. Free short, short form videos. I'm like, oh my God. I know, I know. And that's the thing, you know, it's, it's, it, today we've moved into a place where it's more about relationships. People buy from people, not from companies. And so today personal branding is more important than ever. I mean, if you want to go down the entrepreneur lane, this road, and you want to be relevant, you're going to have to leverage video content. You're going to have to get over your comfort zone. And people say, but I don't like it. I'm not that person. Well, behave like you have no choice. You know, there's a lot of things that I do that, that I have to do because I need a good health. I want to live to over 100 and not be in a wheelchair. And I have to do those things. Do I enjoy them? But it's true. I, I mean, I, I don't enjoy sport, but I know I need to. Yeah. So you you wear so you rep the 10x hat and it's almost like now it's like your brand. You're like, let me borrow it from Grant. How has that like I know I know you like the 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 Grant community and the 10x community and the marketing about behind it. So how have you kind of taken that and made it your brand too? Well, you know, I mean, I mean, I read this from Grant earlier on, um, and I read a lot of diverse books, by the way. I mean, I've got a pile of books right now on my on my shelf that I'm just going to flash, you know. Um, but I've got like a course of miracles that you recommended: reinventing your life to to sell as human, mind hack marketing, and ten x rule. And and the reason why I have those around me right now is probably because I'll have to flick through each one of those during the day today to pick something out. But one thing that I've learned in, in several of these books is hatch your wagon to somebody big. The biggest person I know is Grant. So I said, I'm going to hatch my wagon to him. So when he spends a ton of money and effort on marketing and saying 10x, 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 
I want that to resonate with people in, in my, um, that's marketing for me. Mm. So, so I, uh, I fixed my SEO for free, by the way. That's what I share how to do as well. Fix your SEO for free inside LinkedIn so that when people uh, just type in 10x Grant Cardone, so, uh, no, sorry, they type in Grant Cardone, Switzerland, they Google Grant Cardone, Switzerland, they'll see me before they see Grant, hopefully. <laughs> if they Google 10x Switzerland, they'll find me in the images. <laughs> if they, yeah. you know, 10x Faisal, Faisal's a very popular name, um, but 10x Faisal, they'll see me on the front page of Google. And all that's been for free through attaching my name and, and that and that kind of thing. Because I know that people, as they see Grant, they're going to be looking for 10x Switzerland, 10x or Grant Cardone Switzerland. That's that's kind of my that's my play on things. For you, my friend, mm -hmm. I don't know if I don't know if you want 10x Vegas or whatever, but let's do it. I, I'll I like it. I like that. I like that attaching myself to the big big player and you know, Vegas. I want to. You know, let's do that. Let's get my SEO up to 10x Vegas and be me. 10x Vegas. I like that. 10x Vegas. I'm it down right now. <laughs> I've already got you for a course of miracles and everything like that. So. Yeah. No, that would be great. I mean, I, I want to be the Vegas guy. You know, you're the Switzerland guy. I want to be the Vegas guy. The, 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 my goodness. The Vegas guy. You know, and, and I'm just going to give it a damn good go. <laughs> Uh, um, and my team knows how to do that because I taught them. So, so we're just going to go for it. But absolutely, because we've got to step out of the office. So, so I've just attached myself to that. And when I'm connecting mm -hmm. with other people who are, who may or may not have heard of Grand Cardone for sure, when they see the 10x hat, um, it usually stops the scroll, which is my intention, and makes them click. And that's all I want them to do. Yeah. You know, like it's just, it's such a brand because when I wear my 10X hat or if I wear my 10X shirt or something and I go out, guaranteed somebody will stop me. It's like, it's automatic connection right there. Right. Right. It's like a, it's like a signal. I'm like wearing a flag or something. And, and I'm like, people that know 10X connect with me. I may not know you connect with me. So like I'm doing it on LinkedIn and I'm doing it in, in person. You know, That's so it's thing, pretty, yeah. pretty. And the thing is that it's always like-minded people or people that abide to a certain rule of ethics. I mean, the 10X rule is almost like a Bible in a way because it's like, you know, <laughs> no, but I mean, when somebody's objecting to me, I don't know that they're a 10Xer or they stop me in the airport. I'm like, yeah. commit first, figure the rest out later. They're like, oh yeah. Okay, let's go. You know, because that's straight out of the book or that's straight out of something Grant says or, or you know. I, I, love the, I love that part because I kind of do that. Now, is there, I also read somewhere that, you know, to be really successful also at some point, stop jumping and hoping that the net's just going to be there to catch you. Stop like leaping off the cliff just, just to hope that the net will always be there to catch you, right? right. Like at some point. There's a tipping point where you got to stop because you've created so much success already. Like you don't need to just commit, jump into something and then figure it out. Like now you could figure it out. You have a system and then you, and then you jump or then you fire when it's, it's the systems in place. There you go. You see, that's what I like about this community. I'm learning every day. <laughs> and, and the people that I meet, I always take something away from them. You know, they always, yeah. it's an exchange for me. Yeah. Yeah, because because I, I think I lean more on the side of just like, let me just jump into the deep end of the pool. 
and then I'll figure out how to swim. And then there are people that are really cautious. They analyze everything and then they don't do anything because they analyze so much. So they get stuck. Now, for me, I noticed that sometimes I'll jump into the deep end, spend a whole ton of energy and then figure out that I got to get back over here. You know, so all that energy going somewhere and coming back. And by the time I'm back to the same place, I'm kind of just exhausted. And then the person that's on the other end of the spectrum is analyzing so much that they just sit there and they didn't even go anywhere, but they didn't learn all the stuff on on the way. So I, I don't know which one's better. Maybe we just need each other so that we can, you know, we can help each other with the, with the structure, you know, like you love structure. I don't, I'm like, I don't know. I need you know, so structure. that's a team. We need that. You know, I don't, I don't need it. I don't know if I love structure, but I certainly I need structure. Otherwise, everything <laughs> would fall apart. But but yeah, yeah. But yeah, I I need it. Yeah, I need some sort of kind of structure. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, getting to know a little bit about you. So we know what you do now. So getting to know a little bit about you. You, you talk about giving, you talk about, you know, you want to make an impact in the world. Who made an impact on you? What, give me a moment in your life that you had a very impactful moment or you met a very impactful person that changed your mindset or changed the way, changed the direction that you've gone with your life. So is there a story or a person? You know, um, I, I remember... I mean, I've seen a lot of TED Talks. I think, I, I don't know, I, I like to think that a lot of people start their personal development journey with perhaps TED Talks or perhaps a book and then they move on to paid conferences. For me, that's kind of like yeah. the big picture or certainly mine. Um, I listened to Marie Folio. Marie Folio, you know her? She wrote a book called Everything no. is Figureoutable. She was also on Grand Stage, um, but she wrote a book oh. called Everything is Figureoutable. And when I heard her say that, I was like, mm-hmm. everything is figured out. And she explains it. Yeah, you can always figure it out. And she everything gave me figure outable. Everything is figure outable. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, Marie Forleo. Um, and I think she's based out of New York. But anyway, when I when I heard her speech, and she, you can Google her speech as well, um, but her signature talk. But I learned that, yeah, you can always figure it out. There's no dead end. You just need to figure it out. Now, one of my core, well, I would say it's a skill because people have told me that, is being resourceful. I, I like to consider myself resourceful. If I don't know, I'll find a way. And so when she said that, I needed to up my game and take it to the next level. And not put my trust in others, not hand over the keys to my life, to my to my boss. You know, when I was in the corporate world, I once actually went to my boss's boss and I said to him, and I was, I was pretty angry and, 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 I, and I said, we need to meet. And he said, well, let's do lunch. And I was like, he never takes anybody for lunch, but we went for lunch. And, and I said to him, you know, you decide what kind of, where I do my grocery shopping when I'm retired. You decide whether I'm going to live in a studio apartment when I'm retired or whether I'm going to live, have a huge house and a, and a cleaner and whatnot. And he goes, no, I don't. I said, yes, you do. You decide at the speed I grow, whether I'm going to get this promotion and the trajectory of my career growth. And that, he didn't get it at all. And when he didn't get it, I was like, I, I'm in the wrong vehicle. And I'd been with that company for, for over 10 years. And I was like in the wrong vehicle. Wow. Okay. So that moment, what did you do after that? I started organizing my departure. <laughs> it took me another <laughs> couple of years, but I did. I was like, this is not the vehicle that's going to get me to where I need to go. 
and that was that was okay. all my career that was that was a career and I'm like, i need to be an entrepreneur i have no idea how to be an entrepreneur but i know that's the only thing that's going to get me to where i need to go i can't make any yeah so i think that that's really interesting a lot of people that are really successful have that moment that they were working a corporate job they've given years of their life lives to some place and then realizing that this place is not going to give you what you thought it was yeah. right and then and then they have to make that transition so I, you know, people that are watching and listening right now that are coming to that realization right now and going into that, I, I guess you had a couple years for that to actually pan out, but what is the mindset? What's the emotions going through? I mean, you went, you worked for two more years knowing that you were going to check out of this place. Right. Right. In my right. Idea. So what, how, how did you feel with all that? How did you navigate through it? Were you like, okay. Were you more motivated because you were preparing something on the side or were you just, how, how do you, how were you feeling that? You know, they say this is like this thing that we have um, where we, you know, like you want to buy, you want to buy a Tesla and suddenly, yeah. and then you go back home and for the next week you see Teslas everywhere and you want one in white and yeah. you'll see them everywhere, right? It's like, it, it's our brain apparently. There's something in our brain that, that um, there's a thing that we do and we uh -huh. scan the things that we want. And for me, when I knew that I was going to depart, my brain started scanning for opportunities. And I just, I just started talking to people without, without fear. So I went to the person who I aspired, who was, you know, to become like, or somebody who was growing a certain wealth, has a certain standing, standard of living and making an impact in, what I, in certain things that I, I related to. And I said, what's the best yeah. advice you could give me? And he said, do you read? And I said, I do not read. I don't read anything. And he gave me a list of five or six books and I ordered them all. Start With Why, 10X Rule was one of them. Start With Why by Simon Sinek. Um, a, a ton of books, Empowered, that's another book I read. And when I started reading, and they, and they were phenomenal books. And I was just like, okay, now I'm on this personal development uh, rabbit hole, whatever you want to call it. But there's no going back, yeah. right? Okay, well, so reading is something that changed your life. I would say reading, yeah. Okay. Actually, you're making me realize that right now. <laughs> That's good. I, That's I'm, great. I'm, I'm emptying out things off my head. I'm thinking out loud, and you're actually you're actually summarizing it, summarizing it for me. Yeah, absolutely, reading. That's awesome. So, reading life changing moment when you decided that you're gonna read. You know, I, I remember um, somebody was talking to me. They're like, what do you, what do you, what music you like to listen to? What do you listen to while you work out? I'm like, I just listen to audiobooks and, and YouTube and things like that all the time. Like when I'm in the car, I'm like, I can't listen to music right now. I got to listen to, you know, I can fill my mind with some growth, some learning because I'm determined. I know what I'm trying to do. I like, there's information I need to learn so that I can share and be more of a value to people. You know, so like I'm on a, I'm a mission. I can't listen to the same song over and over again. And when I tell people that they're like, man, maybe I got to I should listen to some books, books like, you know, it's it's the shortcut, right? People people go through their whole lives, all the lessons and everything, and then they put it into a book. Why wouldn't you want that shortcut? Right. So I, you know, I, I love it. I, I resonate with that so much. Now, I don't read as much like actual reading the book. I have read a bunch of books. Actually, you know what? As I'm saying that right now, I've read a whole ton of books. But 
I listen to books now a lot more. And really the only book that I read is A Course in Miracles um, and any of Marion Williamson's stuff because I'm like, this is all I need to know, really. Right? Multifamily. Okay, here. It's all about relationships. Everything's about relationships anyways. Right? It's either about relationships. Huh? You'd say that? It's all about relationships. It's either about it's it's either about relationships with others, your relationship to money, to material things, to this world, and also your relationship to yourself, all the stories that you tell and all that. So really, it's just different relationships that you have and being able to recognize them. And that's it. <laughs> wow. That's deep. Yeah. I think you like that. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, so, you know, once you, once you read enough of the uh, Course of Miracles and you read it multiple times, maybe um, you'll start to grasp oh, that too. <laughs> I'm going to have to get the audio book yeah. because this is heavy. The audio book is hard. It's even harder because the guy, every time the guy talks, I fall asleep. <laughs> it's, it's funny. So, okay. A little more about you now. Um, who are some of your heroes? Like we know Grant Cardone's definitely on there, but like your maybe your childhood heroes, like what inspired you to become, you know, to have the mindset that you have today? Well, I mean, I don't know what kind of mindset I have really. I mean, I'd say it's a mess, but uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it's, just, it's just getting me, getting me. I mean, it's putting a smile on my face right now. And, and, uh, and that's what's important, you know, but uh-huh. I don't know. I, I don't know if I had any specific heroes. I mean, I can tell you growing up what I was, I was addicted to Columbo episodes. Do you remember, you know, Columbo? No, I don't There's know. There's a TV series about a detective out of LA from the seventies or the eighties, but it's, it's, it's like <laughs> amazing. Uh, and, and it was just like the, cause it gets you looking at body language clues and things like that. Um, and that's what I really like. It, 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 there's a lot of human stuff that I like, you know, when I, I used to watch salesmen selling, and I was, I don't know why. They weren't really heroes <laughs> for me, but I, I like yeah. salesmen. I like watching good salesmen. And I analyze how it makes me feel like, ooh, I don't like him. He's putting pressure on me. Then I'm like, what did he do right there? And I'll analyze it. Did I have any heroes? I don't know specifically. Yeah, I mean, we are like, as we grow up and even now, like we're so impressionable because we see things that we like. We see things that we don't like. And we, we, we put it together into like the way we carry ourselves. You know, I, I'm very much motivated and impre- uh, like Tom Cruise from Top Gun. Okay. Really, you know, the, the first Top Gun really put an impression on me, you know, like of like how cool I want to be. And then also like, you know, Sylvester Stallone and Rocky, you know, so those definitely played a played a part in it because I've watched it so many times when I was young. So we do, we, we, we may know, we may not know we have some heroes, but we are, we do, you know, those people definitely impacted us. You've got the Rocky arms going on anyway. Look, your t-shirts. Uh-huh. Up. <laughs> um, yeah. So, okay. Let's see what else. Oh, Hey, you shared a story with me one time about sales. Right. You, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't want to do sales or you didn't think you were good at sales, but you wanted to do it. 
somebody impacted you you said in a negative way oh, I remember that. that had you be stuck on being on, on sales so can you share share that oh wow you're right so when i had my first job at a software a, Cal- a silicon valley software company um yeah. th- th- those people their sales teams are like you know it, it, it's a tap it's just like uh it's where all the money comes in and i remember i was in tech support and the sales team were all like the ones who were with their fancy cars and bonuses and running around and I saw they were, they had a lifestyle just incredible and they had extreme wealth. And I was invited to one of their parties and I went to a sales guy one evening who's a bit drunk. And he goes to me, you'll never be a sales guy. You're too kind. And he goes, you get one too many beers. And he was saying that. And it was somebody who I respected. And he turned around and said that to me. And I was like, well, wow. he was right. And that was about 20 years ago. And... And I think he actually said, yeah, I'll never be a salesperson. I'm too kind. I'm too give, give, give. And, and, you know, I don't want people's money if it doesn't, if I don't believe I've added value. Mm -hmm. And I carried that with me probably until about even a year ago, Alex. I don't think I, I, I thought I was a salesperson until I hit a 10x my goal. I hit it. And my, my mentor, my private mentor said, uh, you are a salesperson, you're selling. And I said, but I'm not even trying to sell. I'm just showing people what I can do for them. Hmm. He's like, well, that's your sales technique. And I said to him, it's like, it's like, it's like inverse sales. People are closing themselves. And he's yeah. like, that's it. That's it. I, I, is that, is that what you're looking for, Alex? Is that- well, so I just, I wanted to point to the fact that people can make, you can make an impact on people. Like we have to be conscious of, you know, like truly making an impact is to consciously recognize the ripple effect. Like before he says something like that, to be conscious of the ripple effect that it would cause for you by saying something to you, right? Especially if you command respect from somebody. Now it's either you're going to lift somebody or you're going to put somebody down. Like both of those are things that can be impactful. Yeah. You know, maybe it's not in a positive way. So, you know, that story to me, we all have something like that, right? We all have something like that. Along the way, somebody said, you're terrible at singing. You can't play sports. You can't do this. Something that they criticized you on, right? And it made an impact. And we all have it somewhere in our lives. And it's impacted us greatly. So I think what can we learn and what can we take away from that is, you know, being conscious of the words that come out of your mouth, the criticisms that come out because we go into criticism and it isn't even normally it's not even about the other person. It's some sort of insecurity that we hold and then we go and criticize somebody else so we can somehow unconsciously think that we're going to feel better. And then we actually impact somebody in a certain way. Now, I don't know ultimately if the impact is good or bad, but I think it's for us in the moment to recognize, all right, we, our words will impact our actions will impact right so that story i remember that story you told it to me i'm like you know i can't really remember in my life who did something like that to me i've done too much of course in miracles i cleared out all my traumas and stories and all of that so i (laughs) i can't really recall one but you know that's a really good story now like i hold on to that and and it helps me like you telling me that story actually impacted me in such a way that it makes me conscious of everything that I say to people. 
even I even I say the wrong things, you know, Alex. And I mean, I don't know if I'll ever, you know, and it does because I mean, I'm sorry, but I'm human. And where there are humans, I used to tell my team that I said, where there are humans, there'll be human errors. I will make mistakes, yeah. and I have to try yeah. and remember to apologize and just up my game. But working, yeah. I think, I think, as we're talking out loud, it's kind of like doing, recognizing, being aware that that happens, and then just doing our best. And then letting it go, forgiving ourselves and, and apologize or, you know, whatever it's got to be to make it right once we recognize that we've caused something. Yeah. And so this is, it's, it's cool. I mean, so thank you for, for creating that. Maybe I'll write a whole course around this thing. Good, <laughs> you, you know, but, but yeah, I mean, I mean, rewiring what we, but I didn't even know that existed. You know, it was one, probably a 30 second something somebody I respected said. And because he was drunk at the, uh, you know, or, or a little bit, a few minutes, too many beers at an outing, I want to approach him and say, hey, what advice would you give me if I want to go into sales? You'll never, because now that, that, he was a friend actually. And I met up with him last year again. And, wow. Okay. And yeah, after years and years and years, it looked great. And he's come, he's a little bit lost in his life at the moment. He's quit sales, you know almost retirement age and he doesn't know what to do he's like i don't know should i become a mentor i don't know what to do but but the question of now i know that it's purpose that person needs uh-huh yeah yeah you know oftentimes in sales there's a there's a i call like i call these things like coming to jesus moments right it's like when you're in sales because so much of it comes down to i need to close you right? I don't get paid unless I close you. There's a level of manipulation that happens so much that you're kind of trying to be like a chameleon. You're practicing these sales techniques just to manipulate somebody to say yes, you know, to buying something. And there's no like, if we lose that genuine part of ourselves, like that we really want to help, like sales to another level, it's almost like conscious sales or something where you, you know, you know, you're serving this person. I'm not here to close you. I just want to serve you. I want to make, I believe in the product, you know, and I want you to, you know, have the, the profound, uh, shift that I've had with it. Like the 10 X mentor, you're selling it all the time. Right. But you're just, you're just like, I just want to share it. Um, yeah. But you're selling it just by telling it. So there's no, there's no like desperation to grab something. And I think those are the most effective salespeople well i think alex one thing i would say for me that works is when i'm when i'm even when i'm talking i'm talking to my younger self mm. i'm talking to my younger self who's 18 sitting on the sofa 18 eating potato chips watching trash tv <laughs> introvert no friends or you know the friends that you really don't want um but but you know i'm talking to that guy and i'm saying get off the sofa that's not where you it's going to get you to where you need stop hanging around with those people unless you aspire to end up like where they were going to end up. Mm. Who's the biggest, yeah, you, know. you know, contact them, pick up the phone and contact them. I think that's mm -hmm. what I'd say. And I think, I think sometimes our ideal clients are actually sometimes people who we were in a early on in our life or, or our younger selves sometimes. Yeah, we always want to serve that younger self that made all those mistakes. Because right. that is the best person we can serve. Like, we went through it. I know this course, like, where it leads to. Like, we want to, That I think that's the best. I think that's it. I think it's because we know where that where that person's going. 
I'm like, please don't do that. You really don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, you can just see. It's like the Titanic about to hit the iceberg. You're like, you really, really <laughs> want to steer. You really wind. might want to go this way. <laughs> but it's like that. And I think and I think that's more about when you're at that level, you are no longer mm-hmm. selling. You really are. Like you said, Alex, you're serving. It goes into service. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when everything happens. And you're just on a vertical trajectory then. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So I, I think, you know, this this has been an impactful call for me too. Because I feel like as we're we're sharing, like ideas are coming out. I should probably be writing this stuff down. Or maybe I have to rewatch this, but oh, well, I'm gonna have to rewatch this because you, you also gave me some stuff. You know, I'm always I've got a whole file here, like a notepad on my on my, on my Mac saying um, Alex Lovely. Uh, you know, and, and in there I've got like comments from you or things that you said. Going but right back to the first time we met in that cafeteria. Oh wow! Yeah, I have. Yeah, and it's just golden nuggets, and I love that. And I do go through them, not as often as I should, but I do. Someday there will be a book. And, and maybe maybe I'll have a, a lot of people come together and be like, "Hey, what golden nuggets have I have I said?" You know, because I can't remember any of it. I never wrote it down. Oh my goodness! I think They're just different versions. I think if you paid somebody to go through your all your video calls and just grab golden nuggets in quotes and just make a photo book or make posters. oh man, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to pay somebody. I'm gonna have to pay somebody like a hundred grand to do that at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot of hours of videos they got to be watching. Well, maybe they'll. There'll, maybe there'll be an encyclopedia then or something, but but no. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I don't know. Maybe maybe that is something I should start doing. I should pay somebody, pay an intern, interns. There you go. There we go. All right, I, I'll I'll get some interns, and then I'll be like, all right, you guys watch these ten videos. You guys watch these ten videos. Yeah, interns are great, you know. And I think I think I'm at a point in my life where people would want to work for free, you know, to, to learn, you know, they help me accomplish something and I get to help them and put some stuff and instill some stuff in them, teach them things that people pay 15, 20 grand to learn from me for, for. Right. Right. Absolutely. And that's more valuable than to them than, um, than just earning the salary. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're invested as well. They're invested in their growth. Mm hmm. Okay, there great. You go. My goodness, our brains are coming out with ideas. Dude, that's that's the, this is a mastermind right here. I should change the name of this podcast. But that changed my life mastermind. Yeah. <laughs> no, but but you know, Alex, it, it's always great talking to you because actually you you make me go back in time, just stop, pause, rewind, and just say, Okay, when did the trajectory turn and what was it? And I, you know, I've just picked up something today, you know, the events and things. And I realized that what I realized it was those little 30 second comments that somebody made. And then you took action, you know, Mm -hmm. go buy the books. And I think that's what I've, that's what I've learned. Just, just follow up with the action. If there's no action, whenever I've taken no action, I forget that stuff. Yeah. I think being able to, being able to connect the dots of impact in our own lives will help us project like what our future dots will look like. Yeah. You know, we can do this and it's going to impact these people. And it's going to do this. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, getting around people 
who are at where I want to be. I mean, your your real estate portfolio is you know something that I would love to to get around. So so that's why spending time with you, watching your videos, you know, every time they scroll past me, that's I know that's going to be thirty seconds that's well well spent for my brain. It's going to be positivity. It's gonna uh-huh. it's gonna fill the brain with positivity, and that's that's just like that's going to get me closer to investing in multifamily, for example, in the state, which is my ambition. Mm-hmm. I, I watch videos that are like on social media and stuff. You know, now you put this whole LinkedIn thing in my head. Every time I see somebody say something about LinkedIn, I'm like, oh, I got to watch it. So I, I'm, I'm actually really, really into LinkedIn. Now, I don't like doing a lot of things. I, my personal model is like, if I start doing things, there's a problem. <laughs> so oh, really? the less I do, the less I actually do, the better off. Because I'm a, I'm a great thinker, I think. I'm a great thinker. I'm a, I, I can sit in front of a camera and talk and motivate and inspire people. Like, if I have to deal with the technology, that's the doing now. Now I got to do things. And it's gonna, it's not going to turn out good when I start doing all these things. <laughs> well, this, this works out fine. And you did today's technology, didn't you? You set this up yourself. Well, somebody set it up for me over, over virtual. They told me what to do. Great. But I still have to like, you know, the only thing I really have to do here is hit a lot of turn on buttons and tell Alexa to turn things on. And then uh, hit a remote to switch it to this camera, but you know that that's that's all that's all uh, the doing part of it that I'm not very good at. But okay, back to you. But as we as we as we wrap this call up, as we're coming to a conclusion of this call, um, for somebody that is looking for their purpose, because you mentioned like this guy's just looking for purpose. If somebody's looking for purpose, what would you say? What would be an advice that you would give them? Like, what's their mission? Yeah. How do they find it? So, so that's, that's a great question. So I have a, I have a series of questions that I ask, um, depending on the person, their personality type, because everything's like really um, how it's going to land. So some of them, just random questions I ask is, hey, if you were to go into a library, what's a section you would go to where you could read every single book on the shelf? Hmm. Or if you were entering a bookstore, What's a section where you would go to that you would read? That's one question. And that will give you some indication. And another one would be, what's something that you could talk to your friends about all night to a point where they would say, can you please shut up? (laughs) What's a subject that you, you know? And when you start to get to that level, it's like, you know, you start to connect the dots. Oh, there's this, there's that. Another question that I ask, a great question I ask is, what is something that you'd be willing to do for free that you don't even care about paying, getting, getting paid? And now you're starting to connect the dots and you'll find that often the same theme is coming up. Oh, it's, it's I don't know, creating content or editing video or creating posts or teaching somebody this. Whatever it is, but you'll, you'll so the next question is how do you, scale that you know it's it's just a kill of how do you scale that and make and monetize that there you go there you go that's great that's straight into a process that people can do sometimes people will give philosophical things and there's no application to philosophical things but you just go right down to here answer these four questions and boom you can figure out where you're going yeah. all right awesome 
So how do people find you? How do people find you? Well, how do you want people to connect with you? Yeah. LinkedIn? <laughs> yeah, <technically, laughs> LinkedIn would be great. Um, you know, you type in um, Grant Cardone, Switzerland in Google. <laughs> Google Grant Cardone, Switzerland, you'll find me. I do not just serve Switzerland. I serve anybody on planet Earth and any other planet um, if they want growth, um, if they want to make an impact, get in touch with me. And I'm on all social medias. But if you want to reply, for sure, it's going to be LinkedIn. I reply to those myself. And I'm going to look this up real quick. And for you, for you, Alex, you know, I'll always, for your people, for your community, I'll even drop a secret link so they can book a one-on-one -on -one with me. Oh, well, be careful because it's getting really big. The last time you said that, you're still on these calls with them right now. I am. But I'll, the community is going to be 10x the size and you're going to be giving two years of free calls no, 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 no. i know but I'll, I'll i'll open up some slots i'll open up you know and it's first come first served uh, i believe in acting with speed but I'll, I'll i'll open up um let's say i'll open up 10 slots for 10 one-to-one -one calls well the first two links are you for grant cardone switzerland oh, you and your picture is before grant cardone's picture yes. on image and you're in vegas googling that from vegas like, <laughs> it's not location dependent yeah there you go. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, absolutely. So, so that's where they'll find me. Uh, my company name is called Wake Up Mentor, Alex. So again, yeah. Wake Up Mentor is my handle on everything. Every platform it's Wake Up Mentor because I want to wake up uh, people's... Uh, well, on LinkedIn, it's your name, right? Yeah, it's Wake Up Mentor as well. That's the that's the, that's the tag, yeah. It's Wake Up Mentor everywhere. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Wake Up Mentor. Yeah, everywhere. Okay. But, um, but yeah. All right. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, always great talking to you, by the way. Thanks. So okay. Much. We will put all the descriptions of and, and all your contact stuff in the description and in the below. So um, people can find you there. Any last thing you want to say to anybody, hey, to any of the audience that might be watching? Hey, guys, if any of you really, you need a little bit of guidance on how to grow, how to leverage uh, the platform, or you're not making money on social media, you're spending and, still, and it's not doing anything for you hit me up i really want to help change your mind and get you some results and everything with me is about concrete results like there's no wishy-washy there's no wishy-washy it. it's just results and cool. if you're into results that's what we want to do then 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 connect with me yeah i got one final question for you actually so how do i leverage like let's say i got a big instagram following right how do i leverage that to accelerate my linkedin connections and growth well i would i what i do is i have a, i have a, a small thousand followers or something like that on instagram but what i do is i talk all the time about linkedin and i have a, a connection to linkedin all the time and i tell them that's where it's happening i give them an interest people need an interest a reason to go somewhere else if they know there's a there's a pot of gold on linkedin that you need to be leveraging. They know that they're going to get this or that they can have a conversation with somebody who's not replying on Instagram. Have you checked out if they're on LinkedIn? Because most people reply on LinkedIn and it's usually themselves. You have to give them a compelling reason to and, mm. and, and share your own success stories. There's nothing better to share than your own success stories. Hey guys, you know what? I've been trying to get in touch with this person for ages or and now I'm having a conversation with these people. It's over on LinkedIn. I should create a multifamily whiteboard series only on LinkedIn 
and then tell everybody on all my other platforms, hey, go to LinkedIn to follow that, that, that course or that whiteboard series. You know, Does that work? Yep. Yeah, I don't even know what a whiteboard series is, but I want in. I don't know. I'll just have a whiteboard and I'll just do math on here. <laughs> but yeah, you could. I'll show you why real estate, why multifamily and all that. Absolutely. Give them a compelling reason. Give them a bonus. If there's the same pl- content everywhere, then you know, you're know you not niching it down. But on, on LinkedIn, there's a newsletter feature. Um, even Arnold Schwarzenegger, he drops a, a newsletter, I believe it's every month on LinkedIn. And his son's actually okay. in there selling Moshu protein bars. Uh, <laughs> All right. So you're helping me with this. Remember this idea and let's create something specifically for LinkedIn. If you think my memory is better down. than yours, you're mistaken. I have to write it down. <laughs> well, I don't even have a pen around me right now. Why both but, series? All right. Yeah. I, I, I appreciate you being on here. You know, you always bring value. I feel like there's definitely a, a lot of synergies here. And I say like, you know, I didn't prepare questions or stuff. I'm just like, let's just wing this and let's have this conversation. Because I know you're somebody that every time we have a conversation, like light bulbs go out in my head or go on in my head. And that's, we just got to flow. We just got to, we just got to jam. Alex, every time I'm with you, I realize I'm not thinking big enough. (laughs) I realize I need to 10x. So there you go. The feeling is mutual. (laughs) Oh, well, that's amazing. Anyways, that will sum up this call. And, um, you know, let's let's stay connected. Everybody can follow Faisal on the handles below. And we'll see you guys next time. With that, we come to the end of another powerful episode of the That Changed My Life podcast. We hope you've been deeply moved by the personal stories shared today and that they have inspired you to reflect on your own life experiences. Change can be uncomfortable and challenging, but it's often the catalyst for growth and progress. Whether it's overcoming obstacles, taking risks, or embracing new opportunities, our lives are shaped by the choices we make and the moments that leave a lasting impact. I encourage you to take these stories to heart and reflect on how they can influence your own life. What changes do you need to make to become the best version of yourself? What pivotal moments have shaped your journey so far? How can you harness the power of change to create a more fulfilling life? Thank you for your continued support of the podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a rating and review to help us reach more listeners and share these transformative stories with others. Follow me on Instagram at AlexLovely and use hashtag ThatChangedMyLife. I look forward to bringing you more inspiring stories in next week's episode. Until then, keep embracing change striving for growth and making a positive impact in your own life. This is Alex signing off.